guess how much Elon Musk's bottle of tequila costs? Two hundred dollars. Two fifty. Wow. Ridiculous. That's so stupid. I know. I do have a fun fact. Okay. You want to start with a fun fact? Sure. You know that brand of lollipops, Chupa Chups or something like mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Chupa Chups? Chupa Chups. Chupa, Chupa Chups. Chupa Chups. Um, anyway, uh, Salvador Dali uh, designed the logo for it. Like, uh, It's like, a Spanish brand. Wow. How did he get involved in that? They asked him to do it. It was in 1968. And he said yes. So he... He had some, he was, you know, famous. That's when he was famous. Yeah. I mean, it. it's not like, I mean, I don't think it's like that awesome of a logo. It's super basic. It is really basic. It's not even melty. It's true. It's just, it's just like, looks kind of like a flower a little bit. And then in, in, and then it's in script. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, that was my fun fact. My fun fact, and this is well known and has been talked about a lot, but um, just a reminder. Uh, a Fru- fun reminder. Yeah, a fun <laughs> reminder. Tutti Fruity by Little Richard was about anal sex. Well, I didn't. Maybe you've told me that, but I don't remember you telling me, or I don't. The, I certainly didn't re- remember it. The original lyrics were Tutti Fruity, good booty. If it don't fit, don't force it. You can grease it, make it easy. I didn't know what that's what the words were. Originally, he, oh, t- he what, like the, the yeah the single version changed and that was okay. the hit. There was a documentary at Sundance the about Little Richard. Is, does like the radio version? Does that kind of sound like sex or is it just nonsense? It's nonsense. It's well, it's not you know nonsense. It's just whatever his like you know ode you know with a lot of kind of onomatopoeia. Um, <laughs> it was uh, he had written the song and then Dorothy Labastri. Uh, Who's she? She's another musician. She was kind of brought in. She, I think she had heard it and was like, oh, that's really good. Let's tone this down. Or she she somehow contributed to the toning of it down, to the making it a little bit more, you know, harder, more harder. Palatable. Um, more palatable, more, more user-friendly. But the documentary is really good. It really kind of like orients him and his queerness. And, you know, he was like openly fucking men a lot is how he lost his virginity was i know we've talked about this yeah with a trans woman who had like a an appendectomy scar an unhealed an unhealed surgery scar mm. and people in the neighborhood would just stick their dick in it well he did have sex with like um another woman a, a few i mean he got married and also so he was Does like he have children i don't think so they weren't mentioned in the documentary a valerian marriage there was a woman, she was kind of, I don't know if she, I don't know if she was a stripper per se, but she was definitely kind of like cheesecakey, like Russ Meyery, you know, uh, Lee Angel was like a cis woman through and through, said it in the documentary that he had an affair with. And she said that he was the love of her life and she thinks that she was the love of his life. So, but he did use gay a lot to describe himself. You know, he said it a lot, especially later on when he kind of renounced it because he went through a whole religious thing. Oh, God. Uh, What else is new? I don't know. Did you see that Judge Judy criticized Prince Harry? No, what'd she say? I'm actually interested to know what she said. On on Good Morning Britain. We can actually watch it. I haven't okay. watched it. I'll, I'll read you the quote. We can we can start it, see what it's like. But here's the quote that she said about him. I will tell you. I will tell you that I would be furious I would think that child or that grandchild was a selfish, spoiled, ungrateful one. 
That's what I would feel. I'd be really hurt. I think anybody with a brain would see it's disingenuous. It's biting the hand that fed you. It's unseemly. Harry makes the point that he was basically raised in a veal box that, yeah, it's the hand that fed him, but he was taught no other way. Yeah. And then when he was cut off, he was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. This like I've put in my time. And I don't they know. They have to have security. Yeah, exactly. And and he was quoted. And that's very expensive. Like, I think he said he was quoted. Yeah, I think he said he was quoted six million dollars a year for security that, by by somebody that the palace had hooked him up with because he was like, OK, so what are we going to do? I know Kim Kardashian pays at least two million a year. She was like talking about that at one point. And he is way too obsessed with himself and, mm-hmm. and he's way too obsessed with what people say about him for sure. Like he could do a lot of he could ease his psychic pressure a lot by just not reading a lot of the stuff. It seems like he reads everything. I don't, I don't know if he's ever been around people where that's where that's what you do is to not read it. Well exactly. They've read they read everything. Like it was like as far as I can tell in the crown, it was like their job to read the newspaper. Right. Yes. And they had to know what people thought of them. Yes. So it's just this kind they, of other way to be. And then like Diana like fed off of that. Like that like fed her soul. <laughs> it's like people being interested in her. And then people liked her. So right. it like worked for her. Yes. Then they liked her too much that they basically killed her. But I think like it's the same way of being in the veal box. Like he doesn't. How is he going to. Well, he's just psychedelic. So at least he's trying to find other ways of thinking. I think he's and... trying to find other ways of being. Yeah. And I think that he's like. I don't know. I feel I don't understand why people get so offended with people being like transparent about their life. Yeah. I mean, I don't really I it's haven't paid like that he... much attention to the backlash, actually, because I, I don't naturally like I don't get it. I've kind of only experienced him through the book, which I thought was great. I mean, I just thought it was a great book. And I love the I love the short chapters. I love mm-hmm. his sexy voice. I actually, <laughs> I actually met. Um, So I met Scary Spice this week. Melanie Brown nice. was doing yeah interviews. And so I talked to her confirmed pooping in front of each other. Ah! She was like, that's just what girls do. No, (laughs) but also then we were talking about the Harry book because he mentions the Spice Girls and he's a little bit shady. I thought he says Ginger was the only the one the only one that he felt any connection with, and he also said that they were what's what's the exact words he used. He he says the group was intoxicated by the flashes of cameras, and I was like I thought that was kind of shady. She's like no, and she was like we we were we were spreading our message, girl power. (laughs) Um, and, and she was like, you know, I was listening to the book and I was like, oh, me too. I was like, I've, I've, I've been loving listening to it. She's like, yeah. And his voice is really good. I was like, it's sexy. And she's like, well, I won't say that, but (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's like, well, she can't like, because like British people have like a reference for the whole system. It's wild. And I, as a person who's a huge fan of the crown. But she did actually criticize Prince Charles, I believe, in her book. Oh. She said um, that he was also only, he was super obsessed with Ginger. He went to the Spice Girls, uh, the Spice World premiere of the movie, sat with them next to Ginger, was laughing the whole time. So then Scary says, like, oh, um, you must be really enjoying yourself or something like that. And he said, I'm actually a really good actor. And <gasps> she said and she told him that was rude. Uh. <laughs> So, but he may have just been fucking with her, like joking around. I'm sure. Um, but I'm just saying they all she's seem not pretty vicious. All of them, Spice Girls and Royals. No, Royals. Right. All right. So I want to hear. I want to watch Judge Judy. You know, ever since she got the ponytail, it hasn't been the same. <laughs> That's <laughs> absolutely true. 
That is absolutely true. But I still, I still care. Of course. I sat in your courtroom and- You know what, she is healthy. That's true. Not going this Similar year. Similar to watching it on TV. It was, it, it felt very intense. And I think that's <laughs> possibly one of the secrets to your success. I think that there is a certain honesty in what I do because I have no script. I'm Wait, reacting to what- Why did she decide to like go like Joanne album? I don't know. I think she she said that she always wanted to do it and that it's much easier this way and she much prefers it. Oh, because she just pulls it back. Well, yeah, she also it's kind of wearing, butch, honestly. She stopped wearing makeup. I know. She looks butch. I don't like that she doesn't have lace around with her the, collar. I know. With the attitude, it's it's butch. You know, I still, well, she always had that energy. I'm just saying it's butch on butch She's now. She's a top. Yeah. Butch on butch. <laughs> I, but I think that people recognize that this is real to me. I take it seriously. I really believe that the people come here looking to put a period at the end of a problem so that they can move on with their lives. Most of them, if they're smart. I'm having a good time. If I had to use two words, and I'm sure a lot of people watching will agree with these two words that I'd use to describe you, it's feisty and unapologetic. No, that's real. Is that a fair assessment? Fair, yes. I always say, if you tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. You don't have to make excuses for things that you say if you tell the truth all the time. And that is what you're iconic for, those one-liners, as well as the eye rolls. Oh, the eye, yeah. the eye rolls, <laughs> just one of these, <laughs> one of these. And, and that, by the way, that eye roll is genetic because the next person that you're going to interview Who? is from my genes, and you'll ask her to do the same eye roll. She'll do it. I don't know, like, doesn't her grandkid, isn't her grandkid like the stenographer or something I never watched this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that she is like a relative, I think it's her grandchild. As a former family court judge and prosecutor, I want to get your ruling. And I I just want to begin on on Harry and Meghan. You're quite big on family, aren't you? And your family mean everything to you. We can see them just behind you there. What's your take on what's unfolding at the moment? I will tell you that I would be furious and would think that that child or grandchild was a selfish, spoiled, ungrateful one. That's what I would fear and be really hurt. I think anybody- feels a lot about this. Anybody with a brain would see that. (laughs) It's disingenuous. It's biting the hand that fed you. It's unseemly. That's what I think about one of my grandchildren or children. That was a message for her grandkids. (laughs) (laughs) They are, they're veal too, actually. (laughs) Last year, record number of children dying because of guns. I don't think that anyone in this country needs an assault weapon. Yes, she's right. I can't imagine anyone outside of law enforcement Mm -hmm. and the army needs an assault weapon. I am a Second Amendment believer, not for assault weapons, and I'm a Second Amendment believer because bad guys will always get guns. Listen, you had a six-year-old shoot a school teacher last week in this country, and they took the child into custody. Can you imagine taking a six-year-old into custody? That child got a gun from someplace, and if the gun came from home, and that six-year-old child was able to get that gun because it wasn't properly stored, that parent is responsible. The first responsibility of any government is to protect its citizens. 
That's the first thing the government has to do. That's the first thing that I demand of my government. And when it starts to fall short in protecting me, I react. She was, I think she she's almost spot on there. Well, I for guns for like yeah. the pro gun argument. I don't know. I think I I don't necessarily. No, but she's just saying that it's the duty of the government to protect its citizens, and that's why assault weapons should be banned. Assault weapons should be banned, but yeah. I I wouldn't mind if all gun like I'm not a second you're not gonna, amendment. You're never gonna be. I know that's not how you're able to do it. You have to well, do totally. this versus like chipping away. That's what they did well, with of abortion course, rights. But you know? I, but I'm not talking about doing it. I'm talking about philosophically. You okay. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. She's more pragmatic. I, you she know? is more pragmatic. I'm not anti-hunting. I think hunting is much better than fucking factory farming, which is just, you know, warehouses of misery. I yeah. hate that. Yeah. I think like people who shoot, people who eat what they kill are doing the right thing. That's like really the most kind of environmentally sound way to do it. I respect that. Hunters know nature. Like good hunters know nature. They're way more in communication with nature than a lot of people are. So I'm not mad at that. So I guess mm -hmm. I'm not a total absolutist with guns, but I think the story of the six year old who had a gun is, you know, more damning to the second amendment than, you know, not. I mean, that kid had an assault weapon. That was an assault weapon. You can't. I thought it was a handgun. Yeah. A handgun is an assault weapon. I thought, I thought she was talking about semi-automatic. No, so, uh, so that's what she's talking about, assault weapons? Anything so she's that's not, not used for hunting, I'm pretty sure is an assault weapon. Oh, so that's weapon. what she's talking about. Yeah. Okay, I thought, you know, when she said assault weapon, I guess I heard semi-automatic, but no, is it, it means like just a pistol? Anything, yeah, that's not used for hunting. Also, I mean, I, people who are like shooting guns for sport, whatever, you know, just as like target range type of stuff, I mean. I, I did not like shooting a gun. Yeah. I shot a gun I wanted to do because I'd never done it. I was shooting clay. And I couldn't hit one fucking thing. I yeah. sucked at it. And I was using like an old gun, like an old rifle. And it's mm. like totally like a level up from a BB gun, basically. But it was still, I thought it was too powerful. And mm. it like it hit my chin and it hurt me. And uh, I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, I can't like, I can't imagine wanting to do that as as fun. Yeah. It's well, loud. People do. It's really loud. Yeah. People do. So I'm saying I'm not trying to like judge that really. I was really good at Duck Hunt though. Just like for Nintendo? Yeah. Mm. All right. Some, so something I found something weird and I thought we could discover it together. Okay. You know, when it was really pouring rain that one day where it was like raining all day and all night. Yeah. I found a box of tapes and then the things that go in the tape, you know, the, the liner notes or whatever. Where? on the ledge of a house that's abandoned on my block. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what is this? So it says the signal and signal is spelled S G N L. Okay. Welcome to the signal, a dream for what America can be. The signal is the first political album. And this is our demo tape. Like any album, this was made by a group of people who believe in something. The signal is a symbol, a beacon, that we're sending to remind you that you're not alone. The signal is us, a group of believers in the promise of America. Mm. The si signal is you, the listener, seeking more from the world around you. The signal is a dream for what America can be. The signal is a new beginning. Our sights are set on 2020, but our work starts today. Welcome to the UP movement. I'll tell you more about it soon. KDF. And okay. then on this side it says... 
you have been chosen to witness the launch of the universal progress up movement. Mm-hmm. Listen to the signal volume one, better angels at the signal.org. Yeah. And then it has like all of the credits and they're all redacted mm-hmm. with black, you know, ink. Mm-hmm. So I haven't listened to the tape yet. You want to listen to it? I have a tape player. Okay. Okay. If you were to guess what this music sounds like, what, what is your guess? Well, first I was thinking of like hostile folk. (laughs) 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 You know, like, like Prussian blue or something. Okay. You know, like just awful, but also, um, I don't understand what they believe in. It sounds like they believe in believing that they believe in America. Do they talk about God? <laughs> Are you coming up with this song? I don't know. I believe in believing. Is <laughs> uh, okay. Here. So, all right. I think. And I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe in. No wait. I believe. I believe. I believe in believing. <laughs> he's like <laughs> oh, playing trying to guitar, play, yeah. kind of, but it's more like he's like. Fondling somebody, <laughs> like, you're like tickling someone's butt. I don't know. I, 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 I don't got it. I think that this is going to be abrasive guitars. Okay. You know, this is pretty advanced in the tape. I should rewind it all the way. I have friends who are into cassettes. I'm really not. No, me neither. I, I, I hate, I, I won't. I won't say like his name. Fuck around with like the fast, like the forward, fast forward and flipping rewind. over. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind flipping over because I don't mind records. Although I'm even kind of over that at this point. Um, but just cassettes sound so shitty. Yeah. It's so bad. And I kind of understand the nostalgia factor. That specific sound quality I get. And having a relationship with certain stuff in that context I get too. Mm-hmm. But I just, I still want to hear it optimized. You. Always optimized, you know? I love optimization. Now, I know somebody who bought the self-titled Aaliyah album on cassette for $30. Holy shit. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was like played a lot, it seems like, because it's like taking a really long time to rewind. Well, that, that at least shows it's been played once. <laughs> played no, a mean, lot, like, like all the way through. It. Yeah. Yes. Is it still going? Yeah. This is, and it's, God, this, did it always take this long to rewind? It does take a long time. Oh, I had an idea. Okay. Or I have an idea. Sure. Let's record an episode and. Well, you'll think <laughs> remember. <of it. laughs> wow, the edible kicked in. Messy piano. In the history of our republic, our presidents have held the office to one standard. They confronted our enemies at the gates. What? They stood for democracy as an idea. All of our presidents? They walked into the Oval Office every day asking for strength from their own better angels. Did they? That is the American standard. Yes, it seems Christian nationalist. Inherently. 
We learned it in our classrooms and on our playing fields, instilled into every American that we are truly a part of something bigger than ourselves. But there has been a failing in that standard. You see it this when there is no songs. response to a hostile foreign powers attack on our elections. This piano to the manifestation of our this democracy manifesto. Manifesta. You feel it when an American ally, hell bent on crushing dissent, saws into pieces a man who made his life's work lifting up free speech, a value enshrined in the First Amendment of our Constitution. What? You hear it when an American president says the buck stops with everybody. What? <laughs> Dozens of women and men filled with new ideas and the chance to set a fresh course for our country will offer themselves to the American people. Only one will be chosen. This is this a reality show? That's why we <laughs> call on each 2020 presidential candidate to pledge themselves to the American standard. To pledge to never cite the current administration as a precedent for future action. It is? Yeah. My fellow Americans, we have arrived at the fork, and we must forsake the lower road. Our path has already been illuminated. It is lit by the king without a crown who has been to the mountaintop. Jesus. A king who has looked out it's and seen the promised land. And pro-Jesus. Well, if you're pro-Jesus, you should be anti-Trump. I may not get there this is, with I mean, the, you know, evangelicals like him, are splintering off. Of yeah, ahead. well, they should. I mean, Let they're going to find something else footsteps. awful is the thing. Let us offer our feet to that road. Okay. This is our moment. To meet it, we must summon the better angels of our nature. This is frustratingly vague. America. It's very I'm determined. Very vague. It's very like I know angels. what I'm talking about. Watch for the signal. This is KDF signing off, and the F stands for freedom. <laughs> um. Wow, I'm really glad we rewound. rewound yes, that. because if we hadn't, but that's it, right? Yeah. That wasn't a. It wasn't an album. That's that was not an album. Yeah, first political album. I mean, which wait, the signal is the first political album, and this is our demo tape. The first political album. Uh, beg to differ. Yeah, no, it's all wrong. Katie Freedom. Well, that's weird. I wonder what which neighbor of mine did that. Very weird that like somebody around here has their hands on this stuff. Okay, so tops and bottoms. Okay. Uh, Judge Judy, butch on butch. That's your top or your bottom? She's my top. Oh, yeah, she is the top. My bottom is Sam Smith. Okay. My top was, I found this Instagram account of this girl who makes uh, she, her, she like plays with dolls, but her setup that she made, and it's all custom, all miniature, is that she made a doll who ha owns a bong shop. And she made all of these bong, like miniature bongs by hand. What's her handle? Coral's Tiny World. One word? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll put Coral, a link. C-O-R-A-L. Yeah, I'll put a link for people. Like Coral? But yeah, take a, take a look at it because it's incredible. That sounds great. The way that she like positions this one doll like smoking a bong on the couch is exactly how I sit on my couch when I'm just watching TV and smoking a bong. Yeah. Can I see? That's good. She's really good. Props to her. Do you have a bottom? You know what? I'll just say it. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley dying. Okay. I mean, 
That happened a few. I didn't feel weeks ago. Right? Oh, did it? It definitely She's happened. Not been her. Th- her funeral has not happened. Yet. The funeral is the twenty fourth. I think is that when it is. I mean, what do they just have her on ice? Or like tomorrow or something? It's it's coming up, but yeah, it hasn't happened yet. I guess Priscilla Presley's still alive. Yeah, I mean, How's she, she had her when she was so young. How's she doing? Jeez, sorry. I think that Priscilla Presley's only like seventy four. She's only a couple years older than my mom, and she's in good shape. Oh, it's tomorrow. It's well. Sunday, it's the January 22nd. Oh my God, today's my mom's birthday. Shit, well, good thing you figured that out before it struck midnight. Well, I actually tried to do a FaceTime with her this morning and she didn't pick up. Uh, did you know, Did you do it for her birthday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then you already did it. I, well, the n- issue is now I'm so high. Right. I can't Just text possibly. Her. Right? Did no, you wish her? If I text her, then she's going to call me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I have a new sign-off. Patreon.com slash podpsychology for more for bonuses and also for some reason we're talking about who's that girl this week i i don't know why we're doing that but we did it (laughs) (laughs) it kind of goes with romeo michelle in a way but it's done wrong there's like one part there's one joke in the movie there's like a few jokes in the movie that i like actually outfits are similar my favorite part is like a goth romeo or michelle yes right she's like rockabilly goth well and she's also like Dumb and smart like Romeo and Michelle are, you know? (laughs) She's She's like dumb smart. Like blonde Betty Boop. I wouldn't she's definitely blonde Betty Boop. And also my own the only thing that she does that I actually like is when she's frantically leaving Cartier and they run up to a cab and a guy's getting in and she just screams in his face. That's my favorite. "Ah." I actually really laughed at that. I laughed (laughs) out loud. I I laughed out loud. That would work. Twice. Yeah. Uh, I have a sign off. Okay. Don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> <laughs>